get up and... Hello! Hey, mate. Hello! How's it going? Hey. I'll tell you how it's not going. It's not going outside. It's uh, cold outside and it's raining. Uh, for the benefit of our new listeners. Hola! Benvindo a bota de atum. A bota que voce pode afinar. Yeah, exactly. We've had a lot of uh, listenership in Brazil recently, so we'd like to say a big thank you, guys. Yep. I hope that's what you... Didn't say thank you once. (laughs) Or a big... Hola! (laughs) Benvindo de bota de atum. (laughs) Should be worth it what that is. I'm sure it's fine. He wouldn't say something. (laughs) Okay, so it's hola... Benvindo a bota de atum. What do you think that is? Hello, welcome to the podcast. Close. Welcome to the show. Welcome to a bota de atum. Oh, yeah. yeah. A bota que você pode afinar. The only podcast. <laughs> Not quite, but one of our things. Scoosh, scoosh, Is that scoosh, scoosh, belush? No. Brazilian? No. <laughs> Uh, the boot that you can tune. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> makes total sense. It's not Brazilian this week in Brazil anyway, is it? It's uh, Portuguese. Portuguese, yeah. I hope we didn't lose any listeners from my ignorance there. Interestingly enough, English to Portuguese for scoosh, scoosh, balouche is scoosh, scoosh, balouche. <laughs> International. We are. <laughs> International fame and fortunes all round. How are you guys doing? You all good? I'm not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brand new. We're ready, here. Ready to fucking to do this shit. Mm. What are we doing? What should we do first? Do we have a sponsor? This is, I don't know. Uh, no. No? Not a sponsor this week. Okay. We've not got a sponsor because we have a commissioned episode. Well, there you are then. Uh, by the way, apologies if you do get some bleed back from the wind coming down my chimney. Mm. It's all I can hear. So <laughs> I'm kind of, there might be some atmospheric music kicking about the place. It's the first time I've ever recorded in Dougal's flat. Good time, good place. Yeah. We've been to the pub already. Yeah, they were. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We made it home without having to take a train. <laughs> Always handy. <laughs> so yeah, like I say, we have a commissioned episode this week. We got an email sent in that we've been speaking about the last few weeks, and today we're going to do the episode. All of us decided that we would try and prep for it. None of us did. No. Nope. So we'll see how this goes. Can't even remember what was on the email. Well, I'm going to read it to us, so we'll be all right. Well, that's good. <laughs> gonna go. So, what did you guys think of the email? <laughs> I thought it was typed. I thought the font was just fine. So many sentences. Brackets in there. Yeah, excellent. Well, let's read it because we're, we're flagging already a little bit. What's the, what people need to do? <laughs> they need to give us a wee like and subscribe though don't they before we go on to this bit well absolutely and i mean our likes and subscribes have stayed the same seem have stayed the same <laughs> even though our listenership has improved so you know all you guys who are tuning in just give yourself give, give us a wee follow because uh, then you'll be able to listen to it easier exactly if you're coming back why not exactly and uh, follow us on facebook uh just search tuna boot Instagram at real tuna underscore boot and our email which address which this email was sent to, funnily enough, is Mr Tunaboot at gmail.com. Also, if you're on Spotify, if you could rate us at five stars at the top of the podcast page, there'll be a wee option. 
gives a wee rating, that would be great. And on Apple Music as well. We're a five-star podcast on both. Absolutely. So keep that going, please. Also, if you guys have an episode that you would like to commission us to do, send us a wee email because we're doing it now. And we're proving ourselves. We use the term commission very loosely. You don't need to pay us anything for it. If you'd like to, Liam will send his bank details to whoever he wants. (laughs) And I'll even I might even go up as far as a pound for a decent idea. Like I'll pay for it. Just just to know, I will send I will send the bank details to which you can give me stuff, not that you can take. Mm. Smart. (laughs) For the benefit of our Brazilian listeners, Curta se inscreva avele com five. Estrellas. Rates it five stars on Spotify. Yeah, like and subscribe and rate us at five stars. All right. On with the show. Alright, what so, was this email? So I've got an email. Dear Mr. Chinabu, long time listener, first time writer. Brackets, my ears have been top notch for decades, but I've only just started breaking in these hand transplants. <laughs> I'm writing in regards to a medical issue I've developed recently. I was walking around an abandoned merry-go-round when I slipped and hit my head on a horse ornament. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I woke up in hospital with no memory of anyone or anything I've ever done. The only thing I can remember is the name of 10 celebrity and cultural icons, 10 random objects, and the premise of the 2000 Japanese action thrower movie, Battle Royale. <laughs> Brackets, and to a lesser extent, its derivative American 2012 reworking Hunger Games. Close brackets. <laughs> Anyone who knows our friends knows exactly who this is fucking from, (laughs) from those ones. The doctor says the only way to cure me of my amnesia is to pair the cultural icons up with the objects and figure out who would win in a battle royale scenario. The rules are simple. It's a standard forest-heavy island. They start from random points with their assigned objects in hand. They have no idea where each other are. They can meet in whatever order you'd like and you decide if they kill each other or team up. And overall, who would be the last person standing? Wow. I'd figure it out myself, but I need to help an acrobat move house. (laughs) (laughs) Please figure this out for me. I've got a family dinner coming up and I don't remember what side of the political divide everyone is on. (laughs) Yours sincerely, amnesia victim without any ID in his pocket. Wow. So it's good to know that their priorities were, were right as soon as they woke up from their, their coma. <laughs> Better email the about boys and get this conundrum sorted. Well, if you've came to the right place, because I think that lands firmly within our little bit. I think this is, yeah. So what we need, 10 cultural celebrities, 10 random items, and we they meet in various rounds in this yeah. battle royale. He, he doesn't tell us the 10 of each. No, no. Oh, for fuck's sake, we have right. to come up with it. Can we do five instead of 10? 10 seems like a... Nope. I've got a note thing instead of writing it down. Oh, I'll just do a phone. Uh, so what I what I what I would suggest is we have our main celebrity, and we take them round and they meet the nine other or five, four other, okay. and we can change main celebrity if we think that first one would die in Wait, meeting the next what? one. So we start with one, they go and meet another, and then we decide who wins. Then we take that other one and move them on to the next person. Smart. So we've always got one in a sort of story on the way. I think we should be more chaotic with this. I think we should come up with 10 celebrities, come up with 10 items that go with those celebrities and then just write a movie. Okay, right. Well, let's just do the 10 celebrities first. So DeVito has to be in there. Danny yeah. DeVito's one of them. DeVito. And what's his weapon? Uh, stick. Stick? Not a trash can? No. 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 Stick. 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 A, a heavy stick 
that he's, yeah. he's, he's rubbed on the side of a rock to form a point, but like you know, it's is not it, that good. He's done it on half of it though. It's ha- half a half a point because the other point's still the normal stick. Mm. Yeah, so it looks like the end of one of those things you wedge under a door. Yeah. yeah. At the end. Yeah. So it's Devito with a heavy stick rubbed on a rock. Yeah, precisely. Uh, who's the next celebrity? Now, from reading the email back in the day when it was sent over, because it has taken a little bit of time to get it done. We probably missed the family <laughs> dinner, but we're doing it now. But for some reason, I assumed Barack Obama was in the email, was it? No. I don't remember you saying that right now. So yeah, Barack Obama. Okay, and what's his weapon of choice? I think Barack Obama probably would have a black bin bag. Like, but what, what, one of the heavy duty ones though that doesn't rip. Oh, oh, so you could, you could them. like so, a rubble sack. Yeah, yeah like rubble a rubble, rubble sack. Yeah. He's got a rubble. He's got yeah. a heavy rubble sack. But but I could buy him with a heavy rubble sack. A heavy rubble, heavy, heavy rubble sack. Jesus. Yeah. Um, rubble sack. We've got sack. Uh, what's her name? Oh, yeah. Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Just with her acting abilities. Mm. Oh, she she she's a deceptive one. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. So she can she can take because she can take it out of that. Okay. So for 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 the object though, it's just her patent of. Or it could not be one of her Oscars or something. An Oscar with her Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> she refuses to let go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> celebrity number four. Okay, I'm thinking musician. Mm-hmm. I think we should go. For some reason, Machine Gun Kelly is the only person that could come to mind. So Machine Gun Kelly with a water pistol filled with bleach. <laughs> <laughs> bleach water pistol because of like, machine gun you think oh you have a machine yeah. gun but no you yeah. just got a wee water pistol so <laughs> okay um, so the, the, the next celebrity to enter the threshold is going to be Scarlett Johansson but Scarlett Johansson has one of those uh, those weapons you know the, you know the it's like the rope with the three balls at the end like a cat and nine tails yeah cat and nine tails no, yeah not three Nine. Cat nine. Yeah, tails. cat nine tails, yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I like this, I I've put my odds on her so far. <laughs> I feel like she could kick ass with that. Got Kelly Rowland. Who's that? Who is Kelly Rowland? She's a singer from the 90s, 2000s. Was she not in Destiny's Child or something I, like that? <laughs> Kelly Rowland. <laughs> I'm sorry, so, sorry just to, if Kelly's listening. Sorry just, just to laugh at the mere mention of your name. It was just, it was quite random. Kelly <laughs> uh, Rowland and she has came with well, I don't know a broken picture frame oh don't fancy her chances especially not when she meets up with Gordon Ramsay oh of course Gordon Ramsay with one of those big salt uh, pepper grinders that you get in those French restaurants big mm-hmm. pepper grinder with a big pepper grinder <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is on trend for him because you know he deals with pepper. Mm. He's on the front line when pepper's concerned. But um, so next up is going to be John Ham. John Ham, and John Ham's going to have a bow and arrow. Oh, a classic weapon! Classic into the mix. weapon. Yeah. <laughs> we need something ranged. <laughs> we do need a few ranged weapons actually. Yeah. And then we have. Um, Getting harder to think of a celebrity that's minorly funny. I think at this point. Uh, yeah, we've got um, Mick Hucknall <laughs> with a bat with nails. Yeah, good. Fingernails. 
How many more have we got? Uh, we've got one more to do, so a joint, a joint effort to end. Can we, can we do the guy from the Wonga advert? <laughs> the guy from the Wonga advert? Who's that? There's Wonga! Remember back in the day? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> you can Google it, though. Oh, that the puppets guy. were horrible. Yeah, that oh, God. <laughs> so that we've guy. got the Wonga guy. What's he got? He's got a 4,000% APR as his weapon of choice. <laughs> That's interesting, because on the island, taking the charge, getting you guys to look at it now. Celebrity Death Island. Yeah, the Celebrity Death Island, our first matchup, we have Scarlett Johansson wear Cat and Ninetales, and Gordon Ramsay wear Big Pepper Grinder. Oh, get out the way right away. Okay. They meet up in the middle, and they look, they don't need to kill each other. They can join up, or they can kill each other. It depends how you think. I mean, Gordo's going for the win, right? He, he would, I think he would... He would try and go on his own. But then he, maybe he would team up with Johansson and then deceive her at the end because he's that determined to win, I think. So I think to begin with, they team up. But I'm happy to be overruled. The, 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 the only thing that I can think about with Gordon Ramsay with his pepper grinder is at some point he's going to say, I'm not rubbing salt in the wounds. He'll do, he'll do shit puns as he knows. <laughs> and Johansson will just kind of, I don't know, walk away. <laughs> in a kind of a glamorous yet dangerous way as you can do well what was a good Gordon Ramsay quote that we can have him start off with uh, I think he needs to make callbacks to his own shows have you heard of seasoning fuck me <laughs> come on so it's got... like eating a flip flop with nine eyes it's bland <laughs> disgusting what is, is he... this a celebrity sandwich <laughs> so there you go. He's not packing bread as well. <laughs> <laughs> so on the other side of the island, uh-huh. we've got Danny DeVito uh-huh. with his heavy stick that was rubbed on a rock for a while. <laughs> and he's wandering around the corner. And he sees, I don't know, he sees, he sees uh, Barack Obama. And remember that DeVito is a heavy Democrat. And yeah. he sees, well, you know, someone he probably quite likes, Barack Obama, with his heavy rubble sack. See, now, yeah. Filled with steams to, you know... Well, it could, I was thinking about choking. Yeah, that is... Well, no, it could, but it also can hold rubble. So if Danny wanted to sharpen his stick anymore, Obama would have the bag that you could carry a rock in. Well, what I was going to say is that, that, that we can have a wee team up with Barack Obama and, uh, and Danny DeVito, but I think when they first meet, Barack Obama does go for the choking, but Danny DeVito's neck is too thick. Maybe he doesn't know who it is first, and he's just scared. He starts choking him out, and DeVito manages to get the thing off, and he's like, holy shit, Danny DeVito! <laughs> the Big Sleep, brilliant film. Just like reference an obscure moment from us. Um, oh, I, Kahuna, brilliant film, one of my favourites. Hey, but I liked your political views, Barack. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he clambers out of that heavy rubble sack like he does oh, the couch and it's probably, always sunny. You could probably fit in the rubble sack. <laughs> There's not even a choking thing. He's like, just full in it. He thinks he's caught a warthog and then it, he opens it up and then the beetle's in there. <laughs> thinks he's caught a warthog. <laughs> and then they team up. Their team up can be that Danny DeVito sits in the rucksack and then Barack Obama pretends that he's like struggling to carry this fucking rubble sack and then someone comes up and just like tries to get him and then Danny DeVito launches out with a little spear thing in the neck. Cool, so we got two interesting team-ups here so far. Gordo and Scarlet on one side with our (laughs) Pepper grounder and cat nine tails. Who knows what they'll be getting up to? And then you've got Davido and Obama with the, Obama's upgraded his weapon to a heavy rubble stack with with Daddy Davido and a heavy stick rubbed on a rock in it. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, you've got uh, Kelly Rowland with her broken picture frame <laughs> popping along, and out pops uh, Mick Ocknell with a, a bat that's covered in fingernails. Right, I think Ocknell takes her out immediately. Just absolutely, just disgustingly slaughters her. Until <laughs> her face looks like a bag of mash with tomato socks on it. It's disgusting, it's horrific. I think it's instant. Right, now, I I, I know who he is, but just for Jim's benefit, can we just clarify who Mick Hucknell is? Simply right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's good. Good for you, Jim. Um, well, hold on, wait a minute, what's this, what's this dynamic about? <laughs> Jim, it's uh, Mick Hucknell's the guy from Simply Red, just to let you know. Good, good. Uh, we got there. What did I? <laughs> this is weird. How did you, how did you just get a predetermined this time? Uh, the the spell check on my phone has changed his name to Milk Cocknell. So he's Milk Cocknell. That's fine. Uh, Kelly Still, I get to the bottom of whatever that was. Just happened. Just a bit of a joke. It's fine. It's weird though. You'll listen like back it. and you'll figure it out. Uh, so Kelly Rowan and her broken picture frame is gone. Does Hucknell take the picture frame and stick it into his bat? So he's got like a little. Bit of glass. Bit of glass on there or something like yeah, that. No, so he's got glass good. and fingernails. Well, he takes a bit from all of his victims. That's what he got. Yeah. He sticks it in his back. He's... No, in his bat. <laughs> oh, in his bat. bat. <laughs> so he just fucking took the picture of his fucking No, Milk's been on the island for months. He's been there. He's been enjoying it. That's when he got the fucking fingernail. From all the previous celebrities, Kelly Tona, Tony, 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 Plastered across the sky, and everyone starts panicking because someone has actually died. Mm. <laughs> that's that's how that's how a death gets announced. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. So everyone will know how many is left. Does everyone? Does all the celebrities know who all the other celebrities are, or how many there are? Or do they just no, no, no. They don't know. They've just. Uh... So for all they know, they think Kerry Owens just presented herself. Yeah. And every time it comes up because she's died, you hear "Say my name." Kelly Rowland out. Okay, so Mick Hucknall's milk, sorry, milk Hucknall's doing well. Uh, Then get the Wonga guy with his bag of ball bearings. And he pops around and he finds only Olivia Coleman sitting with her Oscar. Now, this is a tough one because 
like obviously Olivia Coleman coming in with an Oscar, that's an easy bash to the brains in someone's bed. Yeah. I don't think she'd kill. You don't think she'd kill? Well, I don't know actually, because at this point now she knows that deaths are happening. I've got, I've got what's happened, right? She's put her Oscar in a tree, she's created some kind of ornate display, mm-hmm. and she's praying to it as the Wonka guy comes around the corner. And he's like, how did the Wonka guy speak? Wonga! Wonga! What's going on here then? And Olivia <laughs> Coleman's like crying, she's praying, she says, we have to pray to this this god, this is the, the effigy, we have to pray to it, gets him to bend down in front of it, <laughs> cracks his neck. Oh! Uses cause... her acting and her Oscar mm-hmm. and her sheer brute strength <laughs> to wipe Which we know guy. she has, so the Wonga guy's gone, are we all? Oh, he's, he's fucked. Yeah. And does, uh, does... Olivia, take the ball bearings. Well, yeah, because that's a brilliant weapon. Like someone coming towards you, you just throw it in front of them, down on the ground, bashing the head with the Oscar. And it makes for it makes for some comedy along the way. Well, there'll be bananas on this island as well. You can try it with the skins. <laughs> but you know, when Devito comes up against Olivia Colman with her Oscar and some ball bearings, <laughs> oh, the fun we'll have! All right, so the last big meetup, we got Machine Gun Kelly. With his uh, water pistol filled with bleach, mm-hmm. and John Hamm with a bow and arrow. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you now that there's only one person that's going to win in this, <laughs> and it's not going to be the person that's spraying bleach on someone that they could just wash off. Well, it's Maybe. not going to be the person spraying bleach on someone who's perched in a tree with his bow and arrow. Going, <laughs> what are you doing? He's well, trying to bleach the tree so it falls down eventually. <laughs> Maybe Machine Gun Kelly, after seeing the dead Wonga guy. And then oh, he witnessed that. Didn't and then yeah, no, like he walks past the dead monkey guy, and also who else died as well? Uh, Kelly Rowland. Kelly maybe Rowland. after that, he's hearing things. Maybe it's nighttime at this point. Maybe he's just so freaked out that he just squirts the bleach in his mouth and kills himself. Oh, <laughs> oh. John Hamm had the shot lined up yeah. as well, and he witnesses it, and that just freaks him out, and yeah. he just walks off, and he's just like, right, I need to find somewhere to hide. Mm. John Ham's trying to like not participate in this. Yeah. Thing. Does Ham? Uh, does Ham take? Ham doesn't pick up the water pistol, but he fires his arrow into it yes. as a boom. So if someone comes across it, he'll be like, "Oh shit, there's a fucker with a bow and arrow." So it's a bit of intimidation. Yeah, but he's he also goes hiding. Up to Kelly's dead body just puts an arrow in him. I mean, yeah, that, that would just frightened. Same effect, yeah. but a little bit more brutal. Yeah, and so like, because Ham. Let's just say Cam is against type and he's actually terrified. So like he's like, oh, someone's killed himself. Well, I'll pretend like it was me and inspire fear that way. But he also goes off to hide because he doesn't want to participate, which makes it even worse. Hmm. Because the fact that you could walk up to someone who's just killed himself, put a bow and arrow in them, and then just go off and hmm. hide, that's, that's, John Ham's not right. He's struggling. <laughs> he's struggling. He is struggling, yeah. though. You know, he's 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 having the. He was picked up. He was with his family at the time when he was kidnapped to yeah. take to our island. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've had, you know, the fireworks went off. Say my name. Say my name. Wonga. <laughs> <laughs> say my name. Say my name. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Because he didn't have any songs of his own. <laughs> it's the only the only song that's played is from the first person who dies. Oh, okay. Obviously. Did you not read the rules? <laughs> Come on. I think, I, I think to revisit a pairing now, after we've had three deaths, uh, would be Gordo and Scarlet. Right. How are they getting on, you? So, 
their their weapons are very very close range. Uh, Gordo's is blunt. Scarlett Johansson's got a little bit of reach with that. Gordon, Gordon Ramsay is like kind of Scarlett Johansson's bitch right now. Okay. So I think she's leading the way and she's feeling a little bit brave and they walk out into a clearing and they meet. DeVito and Obama? Uh, yeah, do you want to put them four together? DeVito and Obama. So, okay. So, <laughs> well, no, they meet Obama with a rather full-looking heavy rubble sack. Okay, so he <laughs> walks out into the clearing. Gordon, hurry up, for fuck's sake. You're taking ages. All right, sorry, fuck me. Huh. Wow. But, like, in his voice. And then, as they walk out into the clearing, they see a dishevelled Obama dragging a rubble sack that looks really full. <laughs> what happens next? Because I think the three of them would... Right, no, I know what happened. The three of them mm-hmm. would try and get some kind of treaty to, together. They would try and band together in the name of peace. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then DeVito's coming out of that bag and stabbing some cunt. <laughs> <laughs> He's had enough. He's been in that bag for ages. Still doesn't know why that was their strategy. <laughs> so I reckon he's popping out. So, on the back of that, I want him to stab Scarlett Johansson. Not lethally. He didn't get the aim right. Right. Mm. He pops out, stabs her, gets her right in between the the, the arm and the like the, the torso and the shoulder, mm-hmm. which really does a number on her, but doesn't kill her. At which point, Gordo goes rage mode, and <laughs> <laughs> he jumps right in with a pepper grinder, beats him to death, and then he roasts him on a spit. On his own stick. On his own stick. <laughs> and Gordo seasons him. <laughs> As he's revolving round. As the blood drips off the pepper grinder and makes his head. Well, I like that. That was better than what I was going to say. So, yeah. So, tragic irony removes Danny DeVito from the race. And the rest of them roast him on a spit. (laughs) Film and TV legend Danny DeVito. Roasted on a spit by Gordo, Scarlett, and Barack Obama. This is wow. what you've done to us, amnesia patient. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got that's a heavy treaty going on there. So who else have we got still? Well, next up we've got uh, Olivia Coleman, who's still sitting with her Oscar, but she's scattered some ball bearings around, so she knows where folk are yeah, coming. Yeah, I think uh, Coleman's going to remain a lone, a lone wolf throughout yeah. all this. Yeah, she's going to pick people off one by one. But what I'm thinking is Hucknall's entering the picture. Old Milky. With, yeah, old Milky with his back, with his back covered in the fingernails of his old enemies. <laughs> and the bit of picture frame that was from Kelly Rowan's only platinum selling single or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he's coming in and he gets there and we just get a bit of, get a bit of rolling going from the mm. ball, from the ball bearings. Yeah, does, does he does he like kind of skate across them or does he like fall back? I think he skates. Yeah, I think again, Coleman uses her acting like she she has the ball bearings underneath like some leaves or something at the edge of a cliff or like some kind of free fall. Mm-hmm. But she's sitting there, she's crying, she's crying, you know, all huddled up. And then as Hopper comes closer to try and help her, maybe she pulls something like out of the road, like what? a big leaf. Right, so I, I, I think that's probably what might happen, but Hucknell's also been there gathering the fingernails of his enemies for a while, so he's just going for the kill. Mm-hmm. But Coleman's yeah. got him, because okay. she's got the ball bearings, and he runs, runs right at her, right, and then there's just a... <laughs> and Hucknell's off a, off a cliff, and he falls down, and then the sea just turns simply red. 
Oof, what a way to go. It's crashing against the rocks. You got any an addendum to that, or would you? I, no, I no, I don't. But I know that what she's going to do next because she's had a thought about the last two kills she's done, mm-hmm. and she knows how to improve on it. Ooh. So she can, she can set up her trap now if you want. Uh. Or you can let her venture further into the jungle. She'll venture further inward. She brings. She takes. Picks up the rest of her ball bearings. Mm-hmm. Uh. The toenails of Kerry Katona <laughs> that are stuck into the bat that Hucknell dropped on his way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the broken glass in there as well. So Coleman's got that now as well. God, she's doing well. She's got a heap of things. I mean, I'm going to be honest. The, the way I see this going is going to be the trio that we've got versus Coleman. Coleman. Yeah, I think that's the way I see it too. Oh, you've got a spanner in the work though. Because the trio are standing in a clearing. And who's in the tree was Bow and Arrow. Oh, God. John Ham. John Ham. The wild card, bitches. So what's Ham going to do with this? So Ham's got a choice here. Uh, granted, bear in mind that he is watching them spit roast Daddy DeVito. <laughs> as in cooking. As in cooking. <laughs> Before you start writing in... <laughs> To yeah. Mr. Tuna, Mr. Tuna, this this is the perfect opportunity for him because first of all, Obama's weapon is not going to get him in a tree. And then you've got Gordo, who wait, it's Gordo, no Gordo's. Quiet. He's got the pe- yeah, he's alive. He's, he's alive, got the yeah. pepper grinder. He's got the pepper grinder. You can throw that, I suppose, but no. I, th- I think he sees Scarlett Johansson as the threat. And she's injured, yeah. but she is injured. But she is injured. Oh yeah, she is injured. But basically, he he can get off. One, maybe two shots before they know where he is. Before Gordo chucks well, his pepper. Luckily, <laughs> just before he got kidnapped, he was training to play Robin Hood in the next Robin Hood movie because there isn't enough reboots of Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. So just before Ham got taken, he'd been training with mm-hmm. the guy that trained Taron Edgerton because he did Robin Hood, didn't he? Right. So there you go. So he, he he's a wee bit handy. He's not like an expert. He's not a marksman. Right. But he could get a couple. So doesn't even need to... All he needs to do is he needs to shoot his first arrow, take out Gordo, and then run down and try with a second arrow just to stab Obama and Scarlett Johansson. But how successful is he? So he he goes to take out Gordo. Well, Gordo picks out the arrow like none's happened. Just, just like that. He grabs it in the air and turns. And you then he says, you little fucker. <laughs> so at the same time as Gordo's doing that, he is he's going for like the stabby motion with the other one. Right. Goes to stab Obama. Mm-hmm. You know what? Obama gets it in the neck. He's dead, right? Obama's gone. Blood spurting out. He da- he shouts Obama as he's dying. <laughs> and then just as he dies, he turns and he sees Johansson and he sees Ramsey. Mm-hmm. And he's shitting himself. He's fucked it up. He had one chance and he's fucked it up. Mm-hmm. And it's Johansson sitting there pressing against her window just says, kick his ass, Ramsey. And Ramsey jumps over the flaming remains of the <laughs> <laughs> Gives him a roundhouse kick because he's got a black belt. Gives him a roundhouse kick as he's doing it. Yeah, catches John Hammond in the jaw. His jaw comes ripped clean off and he just bleeds from the bottom of his face to death. And then just as he's dying, Goro cuts off another bit of DeVito ham. Just says... <laughs> Get the camera to you as well, John. I thought I was going to say, Rumham! <laughs> that would be a better pun. 
So. Or run ham. <laughs> run ham, run. Is this John Ham? But you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just get that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, man. Obama's down and John Ham gets his jaw kicked clean off to death. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> We've got the original pairing of the two that we thought might be at the end, Gordo and Scarlet. Scarlet's injured, but Gordo's helping her. You know, he's yeah. he's helping the he does the pepper. It's okay, it's not salt. Onto the wound. <laughs> well, he goes that. into the ocean and like drains some seawater and gets the salt from that, and that's how he sees the wound. <laughs> well, the wound. He does not. I mean, no, 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 the no, wound. Yeah, well, he's, and he's, then they eat the other two as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so, a feast, a banquet. So it's a triple, <laughs> triple feast. them all different ways as well. <laughs> there's, there's some ham, John Ham tartare in the corner there. You've got some, <laughs> you've got some Obama ribs going. <laughs> the whole, the works. <laughs> <laughs> but well, they need to, I think they need to go somewhere to yeah. pay something. Well, they do. They, they've, they're full. They've had a good, and they have a nice sleep. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet wakes up and her heel, her wounds a bit better. Yeah, she's recovered a little bit. A flesh wound. There, there's a tender moment where Scarlet asks, "Just thanks, Ramsey." Yeah. Just like you, you saved me. Yeah, there's a real kinship there. Yeah. yeah. It's lovely. There's nothing sexual, flirtatious. It's just. Yeah. Pure like. We're in this together. Yeah, we're in this together, and I don't want to have to fuck you up. Yeah. Right, so they they forge a real tight union. So maybe Coleman. Has to use her manipulation to get them to turn on each other somehow. Oh. But how would, how would she Enter that? Coleman. Is this the last Wouldn't three, by the way? Yeah. Is Gordo, it? Scarlet, and Coleman. Right. Now, Coleman set up a trap which will incapacitate Ramsey when he falls for it because he most likely will. Okay. What's her trap? She set up the ball bearings so he skates a little bit. But. She's also set up the Oscar hanging from a rope, which swings down and smacks him on the head. Nice, one of those And so then he wakes up. Uh, maybe she's got, maybe she incapacitates Johansson somehow, and he gives them both the snapped stick from DeVito. He says, You can either kill each other or kill yourself. <gasps> you know, like a. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. What was that? What was that? <laughs> kind of like a, what was that game show where. You could either fifty fifty. You could take your own. You could get your. You could take your money, and if you both agree to just keep your own money, you both keep your money. Oh, golden balls and golden balls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Golden, golden balls. balls. Where's Jasper Carrot in this whole story? <laughs> um, under a under a dead hanging Jasper Carrot. He was dead as well. He died yeah. the month before. So she <laughs> she gives them both half of the Devito stick, which you had to pull out of. The roasted Devito at one point. She's fucked at this point. She's rubbed blood all over herself. She's absolutely gone. Right? She snaps the stick in half, gives it to each of them and says, you can either, one, you can agree that one of you stabs yourself in the neck and the other one gets freed. Or you both have to die because you're tied to it. And she, she managed yeah. to get Scarlet by seducing her with her acting skills. No, you get properly seduced. So, yeah, oh. <laughs> I'll get this changed so it has your name on it when we get back. When we get back home. Oh no, ball bearings! <laughs> no, and then she, yeah, no, then that's what happens. She's like, "Oh, you get that Oscar," and then she looks up, and then bam! Yeah, Hucknall's bat with toenails on her in the back of her skull. <laughs> so she's not dead; she's just hurt and incapacitated. Then yeah, they wake up, they get half a tomato stick handed to them. You, know, you either kill yourself or kill each other. 
So what happened? They built a kinship. They built a kinship, and Coleman does the classic villain move and does a monologue. Yeah, <laughs> the best monologue. Oh, it's fucking beautiful. It's gorgeous, isn't it? It's like you know, you don't even. She's speaking about you know going to see your kids and like how much the island's changed her and how she wants to build from this and how she wants to create something new, a new utopian society where everything's dictated like this, and she's found a real hunger for it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Scarlet and Gordo are like, fucking now, fucking that was sore. <laughs> so what we're we gonna do with the beetle stick? <laughs> and then this is an idea. In a tragic twist of fate, they both decide to save the other. So they both stab themselves at the same time, and they both die. <laughs> and then as they die, with the last flickerings of life, they realise that Coleman's not paid attention, still on her monologue, <laughs> and they could have so easily just stabbed her. Yeah. <laughs> well, the last thought they have as they're bleeding out is, fuck, we're both killed. <laughs> and then they're dead. And then, so Coleman's a winner. So Coleman, well deserved. Out of, I mean, just with she came onto the island with an Oscar and her acting talents, (laughs) and survived the battle royale. So amnesia victim. That's your answer, (laughs) Coleman. It was Coleman with her acting style and her Oscar and some Paul (laughs) Pierce in the jungle. (laughs) What did it? That was fucking meant. <laughs> and Coleman's getting lifted up. She's declared the victor. Mm-hmm. And she rises. And the copter goes away. And then just lowers her down on the same island. <gasps> and goes, round two. Cut. <laughs> Celebrity death island. <laughs> yes, lads. I think we fucking did it. The, post, the post-credit scene is just Bear Grylls showing up with a couple of his own piss. That's fucking amazing. Well, it's certainly better than the Hunger Games film. Yeah. Who will commission this? <laughs> Someone. If, wow. you, if you have something mad that you'd like three very ill-equipped people to talk about <laughs> then please do give us a wee give us a wee shout yeah that was fucking brilliant that was a lot of fun that was a lot better than I thought it was going to be I had no idea Olivia Coleman would win as well <laughs> but then I, I knew she'd come close because you know we go with our favourites yeah. yeah Kelly Rowland and the Wonga guy didn't really hit <laughs> the surface before they were out yeah. <laughs> I actually I did actually think that it was going to be Scarlett Johansson mm. so I thought well you know she had a good chance she had a good run but the thing is, she died with honour. Yeah. I mean, she was, she, she, it was a lapse in judgement. It was honour. <laughs> Coleman never got her hands dirty. She didn't kill a single, she didn't touch a single person. No. She set up the traps. Or did she? She might have chucked a bat into someone so he did something. I can't really remember. Ah, she, but she twatted her, your hands to the back of the head. Yeah, but that didn't kill her. That didn't kill her. That didn't kill her, though. You're right. But she did twat someone, the first person where Oscar. Uh, the no, Wonga no, no, guy. No. She killed the Wonga guy. Yeah, she, she snapped his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. snapped the Wonga guy's neck. But, but after that, didn't mm. kill anyone. But I think she rubbed the blood of each of her victims on herself in different ways. It was more artistic to begin with. But by the end of it, she's just like carrying. She's just, <laughs> just blood. Just drenched. <laughs> just drenched. Sodden with the blood of her victims. 
<laughs> Sticky and black in the moonlight as all our celebrity cohorts thwarted. Well, I, I think I think we should give a big well done to Olivia Coleman. Woo! Yeah, well done. She's won again. She didn't even know she was in. Sheer talent. Nominated for an R Oscar this year. Hopefully she gets it. Good old Olivia. Yeah, and next round she'll have two Oscars to play with. <laughs> well, will she use them one in each hand, or will she put like a pole between them and be like the, the Darth Vader? Not Darth Vader, what's his name? She's Darth Maul. Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. She's, put, uh, she's put chains between them, and they're now nunchucks. There you go. Oscar trucks. Oscar trucks. I mean, she could pull that off easy. Oh, it's Olivia Coleman. She could pull anything off. She can convince celebrities on an island that they're meant to battle to the death that she's finding them perfectly lovely and kill all of them that way. While still covered in blood. While still covered in <laughs> more and more blood as the day goes on. No, well done, guys. That was good fun. Yeah, yeah. and we're coming up just to the just to the right amount of time to say thank you very much, Amnesia Victim. I hope that your next dinner party with your family, you realise what side of the political divide you are now on. Don't know how that helped you decide that didn't make a lot of sense but thank you yeah yeah again anyone wants us to do an episode or something just email us send us a dm maybe on the instagram if you'd like or a message on facebook uh emails mr tuneaboot at gmail.com instagrams at real tuna underscore boot and the facebook's just search tuneaboot give us a shout we'll do one of these again it's quite fun not to have to deal with it ourselves yes yeah that was good and uh I'm going to bother with an album recommendation or just... Does anyone have one off the top of their heads? We went and saw Matt Maltese the other night and it was fucking great. That's right, we did. Uh, Liam and I also got signed EP yeah. records from him. And I, I sounded very dorky when I spoke to him. I think I was, I was just a bit giddy. It was my first gig in two years. Mm-hmm. So it was quite exciting. But um, yeah, so why don't we do Bad Contestant from, I think it's 2018. I could be wrong on that. But uh, that's the album that has, has the world caves in on it, which was... The highlight of the show. A banger and one of the first in our old uh, repertoire. Repertoire back in the day. Yeah. So there you go. Good work, lads. Nice Good to be work. back. Right. Tune in next week. When, when we do. We, we forgot to do this. So next week we are doing children's uh, TV shows. Yeah. With heavy on the drug um, drug references. Children's yeah. TV shows. Sixties. So 60, we're pitching fictional children's TV shows from the 60s next week. So if you thought this was weird, just you wait. Absolutely. And uh, with that, thank you very much. See I've you been Liam. Oh, you have. Sorry, I've been Dougal. And I'll, I'll always be Jim. Love you. Cheers, guys. Leave you. I'll be you. Bye. <laughs> Trash. Skish, skish, <laughs> belush, motherfuckers. <laughs>